Destination Morocco is excited to announce our new supporters platform where you can show your support for the podcast. Since early 2022, we have delighted in sharing with you the best of Morocco. Great travel advice, cultural insights, conversations with fellow travelers, and our own personal recommendations drawn from a lifetime of experiences. After all, we are proudly Moroccan-owned and operated with the mission to be genuine and trustworthy leaders in Moroccan tourism. Now, you can contribute directly to the podcast and help us continue this mission. Whether five, eight, or ten dollars, a one-time or a monthly commitment, your support is greatly appreciated and keeps the podcast going strong. Follow the link in the podcast show notes or go to coffee.com. That's ko-fi.com and simply search for the word Morocco. See you there. This year, it's going to be an event of events. And if you have time to be in Marrakesh, I would absolutely recommend going to the square. The food in the square during Ramadan, it's just, it is mind-blowing. You're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. The square stays open, I would say, probably until maybe around 3 or 4 in the morning. There's plenty of things to do and see. Go to the markets. It doesn't matter what city you're in. You have to visit the markets. Welcome to the Destination Morocco podcast, the show that takes you away to the beautiful country of Morocco. I am your host, Azadine Al-Mustakim. In each episode, we explore Moroccan culture, history, attractions, and activities, real and practical information coming from experienced travelers and native Moroccans like myself. Our goal is to help travelers that are struggling with planning any type of trip to Morocco. Our company, Destination Morocco, builds personalized tour packages that will ensure you enjoy our country just like a local. Follow us at destinationmorocco.co. And now, let's go exploring. Welcome to our podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about a little bit of history about Ramadan and also traveling to Morocco during Ramadan. Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar, which is based on a 12-month lunar year, and it is approximately 354 days because the lunar year is about 11 to 12 days shorter than the solar year. Each year, the month moves 11 days earlier than the year before. It takes approximately 33 solar years for the lunar months to complete a full cycle and return to the same season. The month traditionally begins and ends based on the sighting of the new moon. The fasting during Ramadan lasts the entire month, which can be 29 or 30 days. This year in Morocco, it could begin on Saturday, April 2nd, but for sure Sunday, April 3rd, and it will end on Monday, May 2nd, or Tuesday, May 3rd. Now, preparation for Ramadan. You'll actually smell that preparation instead of seeing it, but you'll smell it 
weeks before actually Ramadan comes. So you'll smell the food, the cooking, the sweets, the oil, the aroma is just, it's, it's amazing. And it takes probably about 10 days or even two weeks to get everything ready for the month of Ramadan in Morocco, depending how big the family is. And everybody participates in the preparation, the boys, the girls, the daughters and the moms. So, and it's, it's really, really hard work for everybody during that time to prepare everything for the whole month. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the prayer names and times in Morocco. The prayer names are really the same anywhere in the Muslim world, but the times are different. The times for Ramadan, it really differs from country to country, and sometimes even within that country from city to city, but the difference is probably just a minute or so. Basically, the names of the prayers, we pray five times a day. Muslims pray five times a day. And the first prayer is called Fajr. And it's kind of still kind of nighttime. And that's uh, at this year for 2022, it's around 4.40 4.45 a.m. And then we have Duhr, and it's called Duhr, which is the midday prayer. And it's at about 12.40, 12.45 p.m. That's what it starts for the month of Ramadan. And then there's Asr. Asr, and it's the middle prayer of the day. And it's around 4 o'clock or so. And then Maghrib, which is the sunset. And it's about 7 p.m. in Morocco for 2022. Then Isha, which is the last prayer of the day. And it's normally around 8.15 or so for this year as well. The two things that I would like for you to pay really attention to is the Fajr prayer, because that's when we stop eating. And also the Maghrib prayer, because that's when we start eating. Now, before Fajr prayer, the, the women of the house, the daughters, the, the sisters, the wives, they, they wake up. And they make the suhoor, which is, that's the meal that we eat right before we start actually fasting. If the further prayer is at 4.40, 4.45 a.m., so they normally wake up, again, depending how large the family or how big the meal is, they'll get up an, an average of one hour, one hour and a half, sometimes two hours before that. So you can just imagine the hard work that the women of the house really put in during the month of Ramadan. During Ramadan, Muslims expend extra time reading the Quran during the day and perform special meditation prayers called Tarawih, extra night prayers, and it's performed after the Isha prayer, which is the last prayer of the day. So now, normally in Ramadan, what we try to do is we try to recite the holy book, the Quran, during the day, especially between Fajr and the sunrise. It's about an hour, 45 minutes or so. Uh, and then between the Asr prayer and the Maghrib prayer. There's really no specific day, but those are where most people prefer to do it. For those that are unable to fast, such as pregnant or nursing women, the sick, the elderly people, and children, they are actually exempt from fasting. During Ramadan, the holy book, Quran, was actually revealed to the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. The word Ramadan itself is taken from the Arabic word Ramad, meaning very hot. The early days of Ramadan actually used to occur during the summertime, so that's how it got its name. And Muslims abstain from eating, drinking, smoking, and intimate relationships from dawn to sunset and dedicate their time to getting closer to God and helping those in need. 
Now, just an update on COVID. In 2020, COVID-19 restrictions totally prohibited prayers at mosques as part of prevention measures to limit the spread of the virus. In 2021, Morocco announced a curfew that spanned from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m., forcing people to perform the Tarawih prayer at home. For 2022, there's no PCR test needed, so if you are fully vaccinated, you can travel to Morocco with no issues. And things are finally getting back to near normal. So, the holy month of Ramadan actually is divided in three parts. They are called Da'ashr of Ramadan, which means the 10th of Ramadan. What does that mean? Basically, what it means is Ramadan is divided into the first 10 days, the middle 10 days, and the last 10 days, and they all have specific meaning and reason for them. The first part really reflects on God's mercy, Rahmah, and that's basically the first 10 days of Ramadan. The second part reflects on God's forgiveness, Maghfirah. The third part reflects safety from hellfire and najat, and this is the last 10 days. Now, the last 10 days of Ramadan, they really have specific and special meaning for all Muslims because they contain a night. There's a night in the last 10 days that it's extremely important to Muslims all over the world. And by the way, there's about 2 billion Muslims that fast every year during Ramadan. So that night, it's called Laylatul Qadr. Laylatul Qadr means the night of destiny. Some call it the night of the decree, and some call it the night of the power. And it is celebrated during the last 10 days of Ramadan. Now, this night actually falls on an odd day during that last 10 days of Ramadan, meaning that it could be the 21st of Ramadan, it could be the 23rd, the 25th, the 27th, or the 29th of Ramadan. However, in Morocco, it is always celebrated on the 27th night of Ramadan. During that night, mosques remain open for the whole night for people to perform their tarawih prayers. This is also the night families encourage their kids to fast a full day or at least just half a day to get a little bit of practice as they get older and it becomes obligatory for them to fast during Ramadan. And they are really rewarded with special celebration, Moroccan clothes for boys and for girls. They apply henna to their hands and uh, they wear traditional Moroccan clothes and they get some gifts and cash as well. In the last few days of Ramadan, families prepare for the celebration of Eid, Al-Fitr. During those days, the last days, they actually shop for their kids. If it's boys, they always get just regular Moroccan traditional clothes that they wear in the morning of the Eid. And then after that, they change into their regular clothes, you know, just they get new shoes, new pants, uh, you know, shirt or dress shirt and stuff like that. For girls, the same thing. They get traditional Moroccan clothes for girls, a little bit of makeup for some. And then afterwards, they get as well dresses and things like that to wear. They change the clothes, I would say, around midday or so. During the last 10 days of Ramadan, it's called Zakat al-Fitr. And Zakat al-Fitr, it's... Uh, we give money to cleanse our money. It's an Islamic tax. And normally in the US, it's less than $10 for each member of the family. Let's say for me, 
there's me, there's Khadija, and there's Imran. So I give $10 for me, $10 for Khadija, and $10 for Imran. So I give to the mosque $30. It's actually less, but I'm just, you know, just making it easier for calculation. Because normally it's supposed to go in order. Family members that are needy, then if there's none, then you go to the poor and the needy and you help. And then if you don't know any, then you go to the mosque. But in the U.S., I don't really, you know, know anybody that needs it. So that's the reason why we just give it to the mosques. In Morocco, in most cases, it just stays within the family. But there's a specific time that you have to give that zakat. Otherwise, it just becomes a charity. So a lot of people think zakat is charity, but it's actually not a charity. But it becomes a charity if you give it away after the Eid prayers that are conducted normally around 9 or 9.30 in the morning of Eid al-Fitr, uh, the Eid celebration. So it has to be given before the Eid celebration to be considered a zakat. So that's the difference. If you don't give it during the time period that it's meant for it to be given, then it just becomes a charity. You're just giving a charity to the mosque, for example. And there's boxes. There's zakat box and there's a charity box. And you can just drop it in the charity box. So that's the difference. So a lot of Westerners, a lot of people, when they write about Ramadan, they always mistake in the zakat and they say that it's a charity, but it's actually not a charity. After fasting for a whole month, now comes Eid al-Fitr. And Eid al-Fitr, it's a celebration for all your hard work, for your standing up late nights, praying, doing the same thing early mornings, praying during the early morning, late nights, Quran recitation throughout the day, and so forth and so forth. It's a celebration for everything. It's an outstanding day for all Muslims. And in Morocco, we call it Eid al-Fitr, Eid, or we call it small Eid. But everywhere else, it's you can hear people say, hey, uh, Eid Mubarak and so forth. So that's basically what that means. We will have some links and some pictures and some things on the show notes just to show the food, basically Ramadan and the celebration. And uh, then the prayer times, especially if you're traveling to Morocco, you really need to know those two things, especially the Maghrib prayer. We'll have a link to it as well. It just gives you a little bit of idea of what to expect. If you're a tourist visiting Morocco during Ramadan, literally most places will be open for you, especially the places that cater to tourists. Pastry shops, shops, restaurants, uh, hotels, riyads in all major cities. Let's say you have a tour itinerary and it includes, for example, Dad's Valley. You'll find restaurants that are open in Dad's Valley. If you're going through Eid bin Haddad, there's plenty of places to eat at Eid bin Haddad. There's riyads, there's hotels, they are still open. The major stores are open. During Ramadan, there's a schedule change when it comes to time, operating hours, for offices and schools to give families enough time to go home and prepare their iftar, which is uh, ftor, or uh, breaking the fast. But there's plenty of food for tourists everywhere, everywhere they go. Visiting Morocco during this time, you're going to love it. It's an amazing experience, especially if you love food. The food is just, it's unbelievable. A lot of hotels, they offer packages for iftar. If you get a chance, maybe a little bit pricey. The same thing for the Riyadh. If it is pricey for you, you can still do it outside. There are restaurants that offer the same thing at a lower cost. If you're with a tour company, you book your tour through them. They can tell you where to go eat and they can make those reservations for you. They can do the booking for you. If you're a solo traveler, you'll still see there's plenty of places where you can go and have that experience. And it is amazing. So just make sure you take a lot of pictures and videos. Uh, it's it's going to be incredible experience.
for anybody who travels to Morocco during this time of fasting, this time of special month of Ramadan, because last two years it was closed. Uh, this year it's going to be an event of events. And if you have time to be in Marrakesh, I would absolutely recommend going to the square. The food in the square during Ramadan, it's just, it is mind-blowing. You're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. The square stays open, I would say, probably until maybe around 3 or 4 in the morning. There's plenty of things to do and see. Go to the markets. It doesn't matter what city you're in. You have to visit the markets, especially, I would say, around 5 p.m. It is busy. It is happening. You can see the smiling faces of the vendors, the smiling faces of people getting their stuff, purchasing everything that they need if they have not made it home. It's a lot of fun. Also keep in mind that what Ramadan means for tourists means a little different for the boys, for the girls, for the boys. It's basically just, it's all about toys and just playtime. That's, that's what really did as kids in Ramadan. And then they have special programs on TV that we watch. The same thing with girls. And knowingly, this is how the tradition is passed from, you know, grandmother to mother to daughters of things to do in Ramadan, how to make this and how to make all type of dishes and sweets and pastries. And it's, it's a lot of fun as well for them too. So for tourists, I would say enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. For this episode, I just want to give a little bit of recap. We talked a little bit of the history of Ramadan. We talked about the names and the time of prayers. And also we talked about COVID in Morocco for 2022. And also we talked about the specific times, the first 10 days of Ramadan, the middle 10 days of Ramadan, and the last 10 days of Ramadan. Then the special night of Laylat al-Qadr. And um, for kids, you know, Zakat al-Fitr, preparation for Eid. The Eid normally, it is a big day. And uh, it is celebrated by getting together with friends, with family. Family, they come visit you to your house and you go visit them as well. And also there's specific food that it's only made during Eid. This is really basically it for this episode. I didn't want to talk too much details in terms of the religion part of it, but I just want to talk in terms of visitors and tourists and give them an idea of what to expect the reason is because there's a lot of misinformation out there and I don't want them to be misled about reading something that is not accurate about Ramadan or about visiting Morocco during the period of Ramadan. So Ramadan, it's a beautiful time to visit during Morocco. And for me as a kid, I loved it. I loved it. I remember, I think, yes, it was 1986. One of the daughters for the king, a princess, was getting married and she wanted to have her wedding in Marrakesh. So Hassan II, the king, he spared no expense. He really remodeled the city. Marrakesh before 86 is different really than Marrakesh after 86, in my opinion, especially the streets, especially the lights. They installed lights in our neighborhood that just gave us, I would say, an additional four hours of play at nighttime. At that time, it was just the ending of school and we get into the vacation, to the summer vacation. And what made it even better was the World Cup. And Maradona was playing. He's my favorite player. So it was just so much fun for us. We just played soccer all night long until 1, 2 a.m. Good times. Well, really, really thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. Please let us know if you have any questions, if you want to be on the show, or if you want to do a fam trip. If you're a travel agent, we'll do fam trips. And we have some actually that are coming this year. I'm specifically working for some heritage fam trips. 
and also some Jewish firm trips that I'm putting some itineraries together that we could probably have available for booking beginning of June. Then I'll talk a little bit more about them either on an episode or on our social media and the Facebook groups that I'm part of as well. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on the Destination Morocco podcast. Our dedicated show website, destinationmoroccopodcast.com is where you can find all of our episodes, leave a review, find our social media links, and even register as a guest. If you have been to Morocco yourself and would love to share a story, advice, or recommendations, you're welcome to participate in our podcast. Whether it's a five-minute story or a full conversation, we will guide you through the steps so that you can share your experience with our listeners. We will be back soon enough with a new episode for you as we continue our exploration of the beautiful country of Morocco. See you then. You have traveled the world, but Morocco's allure beckons you. Destination Morocco is here to create the perfect once-in-a-lifetime Moroccan journey, tailored exclusively to your desires. Let us craft an itinerary that unlocks the secrets of this mesmerizing land just for you. For a luxurious, bespoke Moroccan adventure of a lifetime, visit destinationsmorocco.com. That's destinations with an S, morocco.com. And let us turn your dreams into reality. Your amazing Moroccan experience awaits.